another episode of Ballers, Beers, and Banter. I'm your host, Dave, here with me, a pulled hamstring and a torn ACL, Anthony and Moose. What's up? Hello. I, uh, <laughs> that's very accurate for today's performance of my football team. <laughs> I'm not even upset. I, what was it? I'll be the torn hamstring and I'll be the torn ACL. Pulled hamstring, pulled hamstring. Whatever. And the torn ACL, yeah. What a today has been a disaster. I am uh, a less than thrilled with how some of my athletes performed today, but you know, way she goes, bubs. Anthony, what about your end? Well, like, I mean, I'm not happy that I lost my two beer bets to Moose. Well, I didn't lose all of them. Seeger won in one of our main leagues, so I didn't have to drink that one, but I lost my beer bets. I wasn't really. In the playoffs in our two main leagues. So uh I guess a little bit less stress. And uh in my work league that I've referred to when I have my uh, that now that I have my bye week, it was nice to see that I was the second highest scorer with two people out of my lineup. So uh I know I would have done well this week. Hopefully they can do the same next week. But uh I guess mm. less stress than you and Moose. The work uh, league that uh we might as well call it Narnia is the name of the league because no one believes you that it exists. Well, unlike your imaginary championship, <laughs> there is proof on Sleeper that this league exists. You played in the yeah, imaginary but, championship. But the, the thing friend. is, is that you're the only one who can determine the integrity of the league. We don't uh, know. We don't know anybody but you who's in the league. So we. That's have, a lie. We have straight up lie. It's How? a bold faced lie. Jordan, our friend that is in our two main leagues, and Gab, who is in one of our other leagues. So that's okay. three people. Uh, right. Jordan, so our friend Jordan, who's, we should say, dominating our two main leagues. Yeah. I'll, I I'll mean, talk to, me I'll and talk, him are in a nail biter in one of them, but. He had the best team. This year. I'll talk to Jordan and I'll, well, I'll ask him uh, just how good that league is, just so we get an idea of, you know, how hard you had to work to get to to the top position, or if you know it's a cakewalk. Fair, fair, but um, but yeah, but Jordan dominant in our other leagues, not so dominant in the the work league, but uh, he, he's doing he's doing pretty well. He's in the playoffs. It looks like he'll he'll win his matchup, but uh, yeah, but how yeah, did you guys but- do today? What a roller coaster of emotions today, guys. Like, oh, it, it, my dynasty team, who I had such high hopes for, just an abysmal performance today. A Corey Davis bust, a Hayden Hurst, who's one of my guys, bust. Yes, you can let me have it. Pour the salt in the wound. Um, well, we've been yeah. telling you all season. He, he's he been good, but with Julio out, every time Julio's out, he sucks. But I didn't have really another option there in dynasty. Um, rough. And then in our other main league, whoa. It was a roller coaster, man. Early on, I was like, "All right, uh, going up against Jordan, who's the best team in the league, finishing first. His his guys have been were limited, but then he had a couple touchdowns here and there. Dalvin Cook ended up with 18 points, and I'm thinking uh, it's not looking so good. Um, but then Jonathan Taylor to the rescue, my guy who I've been high on since preseason, and I, who was one of our starts of the week, just comes through for me. And now it's it's neck and neck. It basically comes down to uh, Deontay Johnson versus Mark Andrews in that league, me versus Jordan. So that's going to be pretty exciting tonight and tomorrow night. Whew. But yeah, a roller coaster of emotions today. I almost had a heart attack. Exciting. What are you guys drinking today? I, uh, well, I'm on day five of. Uh... Unibrew advent calendar. Yeah, you are. 
I should probably. I, I was going to take the opportunity to catch up this afternoon and drink my. What do you catch up? Uh, should it finish on Christmas? Yeah, but I haven't been drinking them since December first. I only bought it like a couple of days oh, ago. Oh, there's twenty four. There are twenty four. Yeah, yeah. Tonight, oh, wow, it's okay. On the on the top of the box, it's there's like a little door, like an advent calendar. Yeah, yeah. So you open and take the beer, but but I haven't been drinking one every day. I'm confident you'll catch up. Yeah. Well, like I said, I'll save them all next Sunday. You know, we used to do that. We used to save all the chocolates for Christmas, and then you mm. have twenty five chocolates on Christmas. You're one of those. Nice, nice. Twenty five um, chocolates on Christmas. Hold on. Yeah, it's, even, it's very tempting. He hasn't even said the beer. He hasn't even I said the beer. Yet, so well, Moose, say your beer, and Dave, say yours next. I need two seconds. Kind of like well, your sweater situation uh, last episode. Do you, do you last have to episode. go to the fridge and get a, and get a McClub Ultralight? No, 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 no. Oh, because so it's, it's a Coors Light. Wait. No, no, no. It's a glass um, of water. A bottle of water. As promised. A Gatorade. Uh, because missed the, it's a uh, because Moose water. doesn't pay attention on previous episodes, I said yes, that I would you buy. Went and you got a special beer. Yes, we I did. We know, we know. But unfortunately, I had forgotten that I did that because I'm so used to Michelob Ultra. I opened up a Michelob Ultra, so I'm going to go open up the beer I should be drinking. So right, go ahead, go Moose. Do go do it's that. All that Div One training. It's got you. It's got you <laughs> forgetting things. So I, uh, I'm on day five, and this is actually uh, one I've had before from Unibrew. It's the Blanche de Chambly. Oh, the old Blanche de Chambly. Yeah, it's a white ale, 5%. So they seem to be not, going like super high percentage, super low percentage. I'm not um, so big on the the white ales. You? Like, is it tasty? Yeah, I like this one. Oh, okay. Yeah, this one's... Uh, yeah, it needs to be like... Already... Uh, I find them usually like really bitter slash sweet at the same time. It's so weird the way it's... Uh... Not the whites. Into it. Yeah, the whites. It was not you. You popped back in the wrong part of the conversation. <laughs> um, I myself got a variety pack of uh, good old Driftwood Brewery beers, and I'm drinking an original Gravity Haze, seven percent alcohol. Just getting ready for this Pittsburgh Buffalo game because so many fantasy implications and real life implications for my Pittsburgh Steelers. So, get myself a little uh, a little riled up for it. All right, Anthony, you're up, my man. Yeah. So I'm drinking a. Farmer's Strong Beer, and the beer is called La Saison du Tracteur, which means the tractor's season. I mean, I think that's pretty obvious. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's a joke, because you guys can Yeah, I know. Yeah, we That was it. me. That was me. That was me. But yeah. And then the, I think the, uh, the brewery is called Le Trou du Diable, and there's a devil on the The devil's cap. hole? Uh, I guess so. Oh, okay. Well, that's naughty. And then, like, the devil's making, like, seductive eyes, so I guess it's supposed to be yeah, kind of filthy. That's a little naughty, yeah. The devil's hole with seductive eyes. Yikes. But I'm just happy you uh, branched out from the light beers, Anthony. I'm proud of you. And I'm going to take a sip now and let you know if it compares Please. to Michelob Ultra. Yeah. It's a real, well, uh, it's a real uh, Div 1 power move. <laughs> it's actually pretty good. It's got some uh, citrusy aroma. Um, yeah. Very good. Oh, Anthony, all of a sudden you're, you're a connoisseur. I love it. Citrusy aroma, 6% instead of my common Usual like four. three. No, it's yeah. even less. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, that's enough beer and banter, guys. Let's let's get into these matchups, guys. We're going to roll through some of these. Oh, Holy no, the, ba- the banter will continue. I mean, the oh, banter will always continue. The is always, always there. part of this. And, in fact, the beers will continue. We just won't be talking about them. We'll be drinking them. Uh, where do you guys want to start in terms of matchups? Maybe one of the ones that we just saw. Fresh Let's get it miles. out of the way because it's uh, very frustrating. 
Okay. Let's go with Minnesota, <laughs> Tampa Bay. Ooh. Uh, I didn't watch this one closely. Moose, what did you think of it? I, I didn't watch it closely because it was it was really hard to watch, mm. especially on the Minnesota side of things, which is what I mostly watched. Uh, Kirk Cousins. My God. Like, you good. have, you have probably the best rookie this season at wide receiver. You've got a very good seasoned veteran, and you have arguably the best running back in the league. Like, how do you not? get the ball out to one of these three options. But I, and... I I got a little question for you, though. Um, so our Kirk, well, Kirk Cousins here scored 15 points, which was similar to your Jared Goff. Um, is And you, you were pretty happy with a Jared Goff performance at 15 points. Are you, are you just, is well, it more? No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. No, because are you just once more again, ups- once yeah. again, you have misunderstood what we said. No, I said you <laughs> I were said, happy. I, no. I said, I'm happy with Jared Goff in the situation that I'm in. Dak Prescott got injured, who would have been my starting quarterback. Then Teddy Two Hands gets injured. Two then, gloves. Uh, two gloves. <laughs> Teddy Two Hands. Okay, but then, let me rephrase uh, well, the question. Let, let, let me finish here. Then, uh, you know, Derek Carr seemingly tries to convince us that he's a capable quarterback and then blows it. So now I've got Jared Goff starting. Okay. Was I happy about it? Not really, but, you know, this is what I'm rolling with. Right. So, okay. So then I'll rephrase it. For somebody that is probably in the same situation as you and put puts in Kirk Cousins, getting 15 points. Like you said, you're you're not ecstatic that Goff only put up 15 points. But if somebody put in Kirk Cousins because of injury issues and they got 15 points, are they happy like you are, or are they comfortable with the 15 points? Or is this just a situation that is upsetting because the two receivers did garbage? Here's, here's why they're upsetting. They could have put in Derek Carr or Mitchell Trubisky and got 25 points. Yeah. And by the way, Moose, we'll bring that up when we get to the uh, Arizona game. But Derek Carr, 25. Mitchell Trubisky, 25 today. Yeah, but nobody wants to risk that in the, the playoffs. Well, 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 that's it. I mean, I think, I think you're disappointed as any of the offensive – yeah, Minnesota player holders. I mean, even Dalvin Cook. I mean, he got 18 points, but uh, you know, you're used to a little bit more. Yeah, but 19 is not that. Well, hold on, 18. 18 points is great against the Tampa Bay rush defense, oh. and and it's a good sign for Dalvin Cook owners because their next ma- his next matchup is Chicago and New Orleans, and if 18 points is is what he does against a tough matchup, you're you're okay. You're doing okay. You know, um, but Kirk Cousins. Good thing we told you to sit him this week. He was one of our yeah. sits of the week. Anthony brought that up. On that episode of the podcast, but yeah, Justin Jefferson seven point nine, Adam Thielen five point four, huge yeah, bust rough. there. Mike Evans seven point one, Godwin's a bust. Uh, I guess Ronald Jones is pretty good fourteen point nine, but yeah, disappointing all around from this game. I would say, yeah, Brady fifteen points. So if you started him, uh, not good. Um, I guess like the only one really out of this game. Like I, I think you can still be happy with Dalvin Cook, even though he didn't put up twenty. You should but, be. Uh, Ronald Jones is not like always um, slotted in as uh, RB one, but he put up decent RB two numbers or flex numbers. So I don't think you're upset with that. Um, but yeah, this game, uh, I, I wouldn't want to touch this game. the The Buccaneers are so up and down with how good their defense plays, mm-hmm. and you don't know when they'll show up or w- when they won't. But I mean, if you had Thielen and Jefferson, of course you're not benching them. But it was very disappointing. All right, as long as we're talking about disappointing, 
thing fantasy outputs. Let's <laughs> get into the Arizona Cardinals versus the New York Giants. The Cardinals won 26 to 7. I think we all thought the Giants would be a little more competitive in this one. And the score is kind of misleading because there wasn't that many big fantasy stars. I mean, the New York Giants side was a complete bust all around. Um, Kyler Murray, 17.46 points. Moose, you dared me to start Derek Carr instead of him, which would have netted me eight eight more points. And I I had a feeling Derek Carr would be better, or not even Derek Carr, like Mr. Trubisky, any of these guys. It's just it's upsetting that streaming would have would have done better than the go-to guy. Most streamers this week oh did but, better than the starters. But, but this proves my point is that like it's such a it's such a gamble. Yeah. To, to stream Derek Carr because just last week he was minus one points. I have a yeah, prediction it's a gamble, that, but like there's even like two of Derek Carr, Mitch Trubisky, Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy, two gloves, 20 points, Jason Mill, 18 points, two gloves Jalen for Hurts, his two hands. 18. Yes, two gloves for his two hands. There you go. Philip Rivers scored more than Kyler Murray. It just ugh, it hurts. It hurts. I predict that uh, Moose will become. A uh, Derek Carr expert by next season, and be able to predict which games he'll kill it and which games he won't. Because I, I think you're getting better week to week. No, I think uh, you can't. Derek Carr is, you know what? This is it's it's perfect that a Raider is an autumn wind because you'd have better <laughs> you'd have better luck predicting the weather than predicting Derek Carr. <laughs> yeah, and what's surprising? You got 25 points because he did not have enough eyeliner on today. Did you notice that? No. no, I tweeted out. I tweeted, uh, guys. Um, I made a fantasy football dedicated Twitter account. It's three B Fantasy Dave. If you want to check it out, and uh, I tweeted out that if well, Derek you're going to leave us all in the dark here. What do you mean? Well, there's also three B Fantasy Moose and soon to be three B. Yeah, I'm fantasy sorry, three B Fantasy Moose. There'll be a three B Fantasy Anthony, and of course, our main account, the the three B Fantasy Pod. Um, so from that account, I tweeted out that uh, if Derek Carr was wearing his usual amount of eyeliner, that they definitely would have been winning the game, and that's the reason they lost. But but he still got twenty five points. Do you think finishing up? Do you think we could get a? Do you think we get an, enough listeners and maybe get like Revlon or one of these eyeliner companies to help us sponsor Derek Derek Carr's eyeliner? That would be oh, good boy. for Derek Carr. Then we'd really know when he goes off. Well, yeah, um, we'd be supplying him. <laughs> We'd be supplying him. Finishing up on the Arizona side, Kenyon Drake, 13.5. I think that's decent considering uh, it was a tough Giants defense. And then DeAndre Hopkins, 18.1, back to his uh, his boom self. So that's a good sign for DeAndre Hopkins owners. Everyone else is a bust. Evan Ingram, Shepard, Wayne Gallman, 8.8. Oof. Daniel Jones, I, 0.08 points. Is that real? Am I really seeing 0.08, guys? He yeah, was, it was not good. He was hampered by his hamstring. Yeah, I don't he know why they the brought him hand. back. If he's he supposed to be the their QB forever. Like, why would you bring him in? Well, they're trying so, to make the playoffs. They're trying to win the division. I know, but Colt McCoy looked decent last week. Colt uh, McCoy? He did enough to for his team not to lose, so I would say give it another week. But uh, you know what? They rushed Daniel Jones back. It was terrible. And then also one of our starts, Wayne Gallman, did not... Uh, did not uh, do it for you. This was but his first it's game script. They were behind the whole game. Yeah, they're struggling. Was, uh, and they're, you know, it was not the right callman. <laughs> no, <laughs> and he's been super consistent. Of course, the one week we we call him to start is the week well, he does we called him before. We I called him last week, and uh, okay. and right. Seager drank because of it. But uh, oh yeah, Gallman versus Ingram. Ah uh, yes. All right. 
All right, what's next, guys? So many matchups to talk about here. Uh, Anthony, you pick. Um, so I watched the Bears game uh, yeah, as did. a Bears fan. Yeah, you did. I, I have, like, you know, you always hope for a win, even though they were on a six-game losing streak. I know that the – well, everybody knows that the Houston defense is awful. So I expected uh, – the Bears to pull out a win. I didn't know if it was going to be an exciting game or not. It was exciting on the Bears side. Um, I also watched it for the Kiki Kuti um, bet, bet that I had with Moose um, that I ended up losing by point one. But <laughs> I did say not to start Kuti. And these two guys here are saying, oh, well, it's so easy to call that if Brandon Cooks isn't playing. But uh Hopefully, well, if that's yeah. obvious for everyone else, hopefully you took him out when Brandon Cooks was was said to not play. So well, well, if you, maybe if maybe you next season, option. maybe next season we're gonna start doing podcasts on Saturday night um, because I'm, I'm sleeping Saturday night and my phone starts going off. Josh Jacobs is in. Oh yes, Kiki Hooty's out. Like all or sorry, Brandon Cooks is out. All these things are going off Saturday night, Sunday morning, um, and that changes a lot of a lot of things. So we we thought Kiki Kuti as the second option against a very good Bears defense would be good. Then it's announced that Brandon Cooks is out, so he gets the main coverage. And yeah, he wasn't very good. He only saw three targets today. And and Deshaun Watson, guys, I mentioned this. Deshaun Watson has tough matchups in the playoffs, and he was 16 points today. Then he goes up against the Colts, and then if you make it that far, he gets the Bengals in Week 16. But are you worried if you're a Deshaun Watson owner? I don't think so. I mean, uh, like, you know, Brandon Cooks was obviously a a bit of a Cooks, problem. But yeah. er, early in the game, good old Juke Johnson went down with a bit of an injury. Uh, he got kicked in the nuts at the start of the fourth quarter. <laughs> Deshaun Watson did. Deshaun Watson did. So, you know, I'm not saying that's overall. But, uh, you know, everybody knows that Chicago's a, a tough defense. But I I think they'll come back and, and he'll do just fine. Well, I also, think he needs he needs Cooks at least because he's already down Fuller, he's down Cobb. I know you don't think Cobb's, Cobb's very good, but if you're also down Cooks, it's it's tough. But I did say that Cooks was hampered by injury too, and that he wouldn't be too much of a fact. Well, he had his concussion, right? So Cooks wasn't going to be 100 percent in this game, even if he did play. Um, but he's out there. It's you have to defend. Yeah, him. I know, but if. Kuti has been the guy the last two games. Like it's easy for the Bears to fixate on one guy, and like I said, Kuti. This is classic Kuti. It's like two good games in a season, and then up in the air. And like, of course, you can make excuses. Uh, Cooks isn't there. If Cooks is there, Kuti is a start for sure. I don't think it was a given, but um, anyways. So the Bears defense, uh, good against the great. pass, didn't have any receiver over ten points on the Texan side. Um, David Montgomery, who we said to start, 23 Ooh. points. He had a big 80-yard run <laughs> with a touchdown. And uh, Allen Robinson, like, uh, I think I passed on Allen Robinson in a draft this year, and it's just like, uh, I don't know. I'm up and down with my Bears. I don't know whether to trust some guys or not to. Uh, definitely should have trusted my gut and taken Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson but, could have one of us throwing to him. I'm telling you guys, he, he's, he's amazing. 13 targets, 9 receptions for 123 and a touchdown. Anthony, are you a fan of Allen Robinson? Is he oh, one of, your of course. Players? Okay. I, I I was a fan of him when he was in Jacksonville because just the incredible catches that he can make. Like he's had Trubisky and um, Blake Bortles throwing to him, and he's been fantastic. So exactly, this this guy is a baller, and I hope for my sake that uh, or for the Bears' sake too that he stays and doesn't go, which is a long shot. 
But uh, I think he, he'll be on another team that next year, and I'll be pretty upset about it because then if, there's nobody. If you are the David Montgomery owner, you are loving the last three yes. weeks. 22, 25, 23 points in the last three weeks. And guess who he's got? Minnesota and Jacksonville coming up in the next two weeks. So you could ride him if you have another the rest of your team uh, supporting cast around him. You could ride him to a fantasy championship right now. He is dominating. And this is not going to help my case for my work league, but uh, I don't know if you guys remember in my draft – uh, for this league, uh, because David Montgomery had that groin injury and nobody was sure if he was going to start or how long he was going to be out. Like some people right. had read that it was four weeks. I drafted him second to last in the draft. And he is second now to last? Second to last. What a steal. What he's a running steal. back 11 right now. Maybe, th- maybe that uh, describes the integrity of this work league. Yeah, yeah. You're not selling well, this I don't league. Think, I don't think integrity is the, raw, uh, the right word. Hmm. The integrity is there, but it maybe the skill level is not there. But the, this league's been going on for a while. But I would I would even say that everybody like everybody in this league is a jabroni for leaving him to the end. Even Jordan, like Jordan being in this okay. league, like Jordan. So you how admit did you that let... you admit that the league's a bunch of jabronis? That's what you're saying. Well, I have to chirp them a bit too. <laughs> of course, like uh, <laughs> I gotta chirp them. They're they're, they're garbage. But you chirp uh, them. You chirp yeah. them good. All right, guys. Um, so that's enough for Bears, <laughs> Bears, Texans. Let's move on to Colts Raiders, a game that I was watching intently because in our Ugh. main league, I have both Jonathan Taylor and Josh Jacobs. It was forty-four to twenty-seven for the Colts. The Raiders did not look good in this one. We already referenced the reason being Derek Carr's lack of eyeliner this week. Um, Jonathan Taylor, guys, I, I can't say enough about him. Preseason, he was one of my big, big picks that I thought I, that I was really high on. We have an ongoing beer bet, Anthony, for him to finish in top 24. I think his 29.5 half yeah. PPR points this week are going to seal that top 24. He had 20 carries yeah. for 150 yards, two TDs, two receptions. He was an absolute beast. We're finally seeing the Jonathan Taylor that uh, that I was talking about, and I'm thrilled about it. And he showed up in the playoffs, which people well, – so hopefully you started him. <laughs> That's the other thing. I think well, he was one of our are, starts. We told everyone to start him. Yeah, but uh, I feel bad for the people that did not start him. But if you didn't uh, start him, you're just not listening to our podcast, yeah. and, and that's your first mistake. And what about guys? Ty Hilton, 23 points. He was he was lighting it up. He, that's yeah, two yeah, weeks David, in a row. If we're if we're talking about the uh, two good games, one bad games, Kiki Kuti, Mr. Ty Hilton is on that list as well. Hold on, his last three weeks are 16, 21, 23, and he's going up against his favorite Houston Texans next week. I mean, if he's available on waiver wires. He's only rostered 58% of leagues on Sleeper. you got to go get him at this point. If you have a playoff matchup, you pick up T.Y. for, for Houston. I should have done T.Y. versus Kuti. <laughs> yeah. Was that one of the original bets? No. No, no, no. Oh. Who was the other one? Oh, it would have been Judy, which was also terrible, but we'll get to we'll that get after. There, we'll get there. We'll get there. Also on the Colts, the Colts defense was great. Uh, Rodrigo Blankenship continues to prove that his glasses will not deter him from being one of the best kickers in the league. 14 points. On the Raiders side, whew. I mean, Josh Jacobs. I own Josh Jacobs. I was I had to put him in because he was starting, but that Colts defense is stout, and he was uh, only eight point nine points. But Aguilar, eighteen point five, hundred yards, hundred yards in the air, and Derek Carr, twenty five points. Guys, is Aguilar legit? Is he like a week to week starter, or is he like matchup dependent? No, 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 no. It's, no. This is Derek Carr again. It takes two to complete a pass. I mean, exactly, and it takes two to tango. I mean, even even look. So the last time they played the Colts, Darren Waller got forty five points, and then this guy uh, 
The other tight end. Nobody Foster even Morrow. Foster big, Morrow. Big time, yeah. Comes out, scores a touchdown. So, you know, I, I just, until, you know, I don't know. You just don't know. We get you. Park the car. I think it's unless, very, yeah, like we said, it's, it's based on Derek Carr. So it's hard to predict. If you predict Derek Carr is going to have a good week, then Aguilar should do well. I mean, so next season when we when we ship him a lifetime supply of Revlon eyeliner, he'll be good to go every week. One would assume. One would assume so, Dave. All right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Moose, pick the next matchup here. Hold on. I don't even know if I was done yet because I I was going to say, like, even even if he is having a good week, like, I don't think you could predict which of the Las Vegas wide receivers is going to have the week. You know, whether it's it's Aguilar. In terms of targets, it's Aguilar. Well, which receiver has done better than Aguilar? Really? Like, Ruggs has been terrible. Renfro has had, um, I think, one double-digit point. uh, One double-digit week in the last one, two, three, four, five, six weeks. And then he had one that week. And then he's only had three weeks with double digits. So Aguilar is the clear receiver to be successful. I think it's whether it's Waller or him is the real thing. I I think Waller is always a safe play. And that's just like who else is going to be relevant. I think that's the issue. It's Waller first, Aguilar second. Yeah, And I mean, things to remember, Ruggs, Ruggs is a rookie. And Brian Edwards is there. They had him as the starter until he injured his re-injured his foot. Yeah, but we're talking about production I, this season. Like those know, guys I haven't know. done anything. And I'm just, but I'm just saying we're we're rolling into next season. So these are the things to think about. Mm. All right. Um, um, I want to go Kansas about, City, Miami. Yeah, I, you read my mind, Moose. Let's yeah, talk only, about your Chiefs. Only because I wanted. I've made this joke way too many times now. But you guys said there was no way. I said there is a way. Young way scored less points than Harrison Butker this week. Harrison Butker put up eight points. Young way so, put up only six. What did we say? We bet Butker versus Young way? No, we didn't. Nobody, bet. nobody on the bet, podcast. But we were we were talking about it. And, oh, uh, yeah. You can't really predict kickers, but Young way is amazing. He is. He is. So is Butker. I mean, it's reliable. Yeah. It really. With kickers in fantasy, it's really it's so interesting because you want an offense. It's almost like you want an offense that's not very good. You don't yes. want a red zone efficient offense, or you well, want to match them up against a good defense because they're going to be forced to kick field goals. You you what you want is an offense that attacks the red zone a lot because at minimum you're going to get a field goal. So you want a team that's largely always in the red zone. Whether they score or not is irrelevant because you're either going to get one point. Or the three points. So, but you just need them to constantly be in the red zone within field goal range, which the Kansas City Chiefs usually are, and they ended up winning thirty-three to twenty-seven. Um, I was watching this game simultaneously, flipping back and forth between games, including the Chicago Bears game, and I honestly thought we had a Space Jam scenario where Mitch Trubisky and Patrick Mahomes switched bodies at one point in the first quarter because Mahomes did not look good. He was fumbling the ball. He was. He was all over the place. He got sacked. He took like a twenty-yard loss on a sack. And Trubisky oh, did great. you take that from Instagram? That was no. a post on Instagram. It was. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow! I did not know that. I have not been on Instagram. I'm a Twitter. Dave's guy a liar. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I did not. I haven't been on Instagram, man. Um. So Pat Mahomes only ended up with he ended up, you know, pulling it together and being the usual self. But he only got twenty today. Tua Tonga by lower twenty-eight points, guys. Moose, you were watching this game closely. What did you think of Tua? Uh, I mean, he looked good. I mean, okay, so he 
He threw a huge touchdown into triple coverage, which, you know, <laughs> great. Maybe not the best pass, but it worked out for him. Um, you know, he also uh, he also threw an interception, but, you know, Patrick Mahomes threw three. So I guess, uh, you know, nobody's perfect. But I think this, you know, obviously this is Tua's breakout game, and, you know, he's the quarterback people thought he would be, especially against a, a tough Kansas City defense. That's how, that's how good Mahomes is. Like, he can still throw three interceptions and be in the 20-point range. Like, like 393 yards. Like, yeah, Jesus. but that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like... And you know what? I'll, I'll give you this. Xavier Howard, uh, incredible uh, defensive player, because oh, that, that should have... Yeah. That, that pass was so beautiful, and the only reason he caught it was because he is an, an uh, incredible receiver. Like he, he Odell Beckham, that interception, like it was absolutely, I wasn't even upset. He it, did it Odell was, Beckham that. That's a, that's the fantastic. perfect way to describe it most. And that brings up the fact that the Miami defense, whew, I mean, they had Kansas city on the run early on and they end up with 11 points, the chiefs with 14 points on defense, but man, the Miami defense, uh, they're definitely a good matchup against if they can score 11 points against Kansas city. Um, tight ends were great today, guys. Kasiki caught five for six, five, two touchdowns, and they ended up getting hurt. Looked like he really messed up his shoulder. What do you guys think? Separated shoulder? Oh, I hope not. I know they said he was in a lot of pain, so I would I would assume it's it's pretty bad. It looked, yeah, and he was he was really kind of like holding it gingerly, kind of like you would hold a broken arm, but it's his shoulder as he as he walked off, so not good. And then Travis Kelsey did Kelsey things, twenty three points. Eight for one thirty-six in the TD. He's how early would you draft Travis Kelsey next year? Early um, as fuck. Yeah, I, I would say so. I mean, what? How old is he now? How old is he going to be? Uh, I will check this right now. He Travis is Kelsey's 31. 31. I mean, I'd still. I, I so we we've had this discussion before, and when you watch. Travis Kelsey, it really doesn't look like he's trying that hard, and somehow no, he's always exactly. open. So, and that's where, like, compared to Kittle, like, Kittle plays such a physical, bruising type game, and he's always injured. Travis Kelsey, knock on wood, he's like a finesse tight end, if that even makes sense. He's so smooth. Yeah, he's, and uh, I don't understand why defenses, it always seems like nobody's yeah. on him. He's just always open. And I, it, to me, it's like, it doesn't make sense. Like, you know, that's where the ball's going. You have one guy on Tyreek, you got to have one guy on Kelsey. The ball's going just to so one tough. of those two He's spots. just so tough to cover. It's incredible. Yeah, he's just so tough to cover. You know who else is tough to cover is Tyreek Hill, 24.6 <laughs> points. He has been uh, – I think we all – we you know, we all thought Tyreek Hill would be good this year, but we underestimated how good. He's he's number one in the league right now. He had basically one, one bus game against Buffalo in week six. But other than that, he's been so consistent. Like the picture of consistency. It's like – He's consistent and has boom weeks. He's unreal. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't want to talk about Tyreek. He's Tyreek Tyreek Mountain. Nightmares about him. I think we should start calling him Tyreek Mountain. That's how good he is. You have nightmares about him? Oh, yeah, that's true from a couple weeks ago. Three different leagues, 51 points. My God. Okay. Uh, Just just to close up this game, just a, a general commentary. Yeah. Lev Bell got the greatest deal of all time. This guy... Looks so slow out there, <laughs> you know. And he's he's probably going to be like, you know, I I predict the Chiefs will go to the Super Bowl. You know, this guy like he just he had two carries. He sort of just goes out there. It doesn't look like he's running very hard. 
and you know it's like a dream come true it is a dream come true i agree yeah all right let's uh let's get into this denver game real quick just because we had a beer bet involved in this game so denver ends up winning this one 32 27 um the beer bet was jerry judy versus tim patrick who would have more points and uh between anthony and moose and and moose wins because tim patrick doubled Judge Judy. Yeah, you guys ever heard of with eleven point one Deontay Spencer? Uh, we have now because of that return touchdown, right? Yeah, he also outscored Jerry Judy. <laughs> yeah, with one return well, TD. Casey a little, uh, also outscored Jerry Judy. Uh, Nick Vanette yeah. also also outscored Jerry Judy, and the backup tight end uh, Fumagalli. It sounds like Fugazi. It's like uh, hey, it's a Fugazi. It's a Fumagalli. You got more points than Jerry. I'm Judy. just well. I think it. Yeah, I don't know. Yes, go ahead. I, I, I don't have anything to say about this. I'm just. <laughs> I, I, I'm looking. For, I'm looking towards next year too. And like in our dynasty, I have Corlin Sutton, who obviously hasn't played a single game this season due to injury. Um, I just. I'm curious to see what is to happen here because one, Drew Locke is terrible, but he wasn't terrible this week, obviously, with 23 points. Um, yeah. But KJ like, Hamler, uh, Tim yeah. Patrick, Jerry Judy, uh, Noah Fant, uh, and then Corlin yeah, Sutton. Think, like, I think I think people like obviously I I had drafted Jerry Judy at one point in one of our leagues, and you know people gotta pull in the ropes a little bit. Like you can't you can't have uh, Justin Jefferson or I mean even uh, a little bit of CD Lamb. You can't have these rookies who just you know show up and they're amazing like it usually takes two to three seasons for a rookie yes, wide receiver exactly. to really break out justin and, uh, jefferson is the outlier you're exactly yeah. right and unfortunately you know jerry judy although he is an incredible route runner you know drew lock still has to get him the ball you know maybe he's got a few things to work on to get more separation and sometimes it never even happens i mean look at Nikhil harry he was a first round pick and i mean he's he's really struggling in new england I mean, granted but he more also has cam yeah. throwing him the ball but, Agreed. You know. But I think the concerning thing is that everybody, the receiving core, like it's kind of similar to the, the Vegas Raiders, is that a lot of them are are rookies or second years, and it's just who's going to be the guy. So it's going to be hard to predict next year. Next year will probably be rough because Corlin Sutton will probably drop. Judy is definitely going to drop. Will KJ Hamler go up? nobody knows. And Tim Patrick is also a, a rookie. So it's just, <laughs> I think this year where people were like, go towards Denver players. I think next year you're going to want to steer clear or they're going to drop. Tim Patrick's not a rookie. Is he not? No, he's in his oh, third year. Oh, he's a third year experience. So my bad. So KJ Hamler, Jerry Judy, and then I guess it'll be Sutton's yeah, third Ham- year when it's really his second Hamler's, year. Hamler's the rookie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Um, you know, what happens? Like, I don't I don't think Denver's gonna draft a QB because I think they're gonna finish too high. I think all the good QBs, like the the kind of sure things, if there are any in the draft, will be gone by the time Denver drafts. I think they're gonna stick with Drew Locke and they're gonna but try to It's not and a big QB there. year either. I think it's a it's big, not as... huge QB year. Talk about Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields. Yeah, but uh, I'm saying Trask, as far as quantity. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think uh, it's gonna Yes, in terms of depth, I think it's like, top exactly. heavy. Yeah, yeah, it's top heavy. By the time it gets to Denver, like you know, you're basically drafting another Drew Locke, so they'll probably stay with him. But we'll see. Mike Davis was good today, um, twenty three point eight points in replace of Christian McCaffrey, who will forever be sidelined this season. Um, Robbie Anderson and Curtis Samuel, decent days for 
for Teddy Two Gloves with twenty points. All right, guys, let's uh, let's move on. Let's uh, talk. Can I- can I just have a side note here? Sure. Uh, I'm probably going to be made fun of for this, but um, oh, we will for I, sure, think, yeah. I think I'm having, well, it's funny and not funny. I think I'm having an allergic reaction to this beer. Are you serious? <laughs> well, that's yeah. not funny. We're not going to make fun of you for that. Yeah, like, is oh, everything okay? Lips? Do you need medical attention? N- not to that extreme, but, like, my lip is, like, a little swollen. And uh, my chest be hurts. in this beer? It's a saison. <laughs> your chest okay, well, do you need to go call someone? No, no, no. I took, I just took an allergy pill. But uh, interesting. I'm Wait, looking what's the at beer the ingredients. It's a saison de yeah, there's de just water, malted barley, malted rye, malted wheat, hops, yeast, and spices. I think I think the only legit explanation for this is that I got too used to light beers. <laughs> that you know what? Um, exactly Dave, what I was gonna say. Your Dave, body would has. You, would you like yeah. to beer bet that Anthony goes into anaphylactic shock? No, I don't want to beer bet that. Are you I'm obviously crazy? kidding? Obviously oh, kidding. Gosh, goodness gracious. I don't know how obvious that was. Holy smokes! Oh goodness! All right, guys, let's uh, let's wrap up some of these other games. Not uh, all the games are worth uh, mentioning, no. but we got to talk about we got to talk about Tennessee Titans and and Derrick Henry here, guys. You know, everyone's been mentioning how Derrick Henry has good playoff matchups, and uh, they weren't wrong. He had 215 yards on the ground, two touchdowns, 35.2 points in half point PPR. Holy smokes! Tough to yeah. beat. Tough to beat. What a beast. What else did you think about this game? Well, um, like how I mentioned a couple weeks ago in one of our main leagues that I had Corey Davis and I dropped him when I should have kept him on my team. If I did keep if I did keep him on my team and made the playoffs, I would have probably played him first week of the playoffs and he would have screwed me with his 1.9 yep. points. Yeah. So uh, that, that was hard. That was a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. Corey yeah, Davis. So that's AJ Brown bad. had the big day, 20.7. Yeah. AJ Brown, it seems like AJ Brown gets hurt every single game, but then he just like whatever, he just finishes the game. Yeah, he's a beast. Him and Henry are are super good. Absolute tanks. Are we uh, Tannehill? Um, go ahead, Moose. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, well, I, are you guys done with Tennessee? Because I was gonna say, are we gonna talk about the giraffe in the room? Mike Lennon <laughs> getting benched. <laughs> yes, Minshew came back. I thought Minshew wasn't healthy enough to play, but apparently he was. He came back. He looked pretty good. Eighteen for thirty-one, hundred seventy-eight yards and a touchdown. He was, uh, he was, we got Minshew magic coming back. So <laughs> he could uh, potentially be relevant for these last two games there. He's playing, uh, well, he's playing Baltimore, Chicago. So scratch that. I think what happened is during the month of November, because so many other men had mustaches, it was sucking the magic out of his mustache. <laughs> but now that we're December, people are growing their beards back. People have shaved off their mustaches. His mustaches, it's got all the magic back. Yeah, that actually makes perfect sense. Derek Carr's eyeliner and Movember for Minshew. Okay, I got you. Tannehill, 16.48. He was one of the ones. I thought he'd have a big week, but uh, Derek Henry stole all the points today. So Tannehill was just okay. And the Jags, I mean, Glennon was horrible. So the Jags weren't in the ballgame. So it didn't give them no reason to throw. Yeah, we didn't think that was going to last. If you're looking for a big James Robinson week, sorry. Yeah. Well, 10. He still has a good floor. Ten points, decent. Yeah, but right. uh, you know, if you had him on your team and you drafted well, then he was probably like a flex or RB yeah, two. Yeah, so he doesn't totally screw your week because no, you definitely have an RB one that was better. Correct. Hopefully, <laughs> unless your RB one <laughs> blew it. 
absolutely blew it. So is right. what, what are you guys' thoughts? Is, is DJ Chark done here? Is what's happening? I, th- I think it's obvious that you just don't touch any Jags like the Balsawood Jets. You just, they are the kitty cats and they will well, screw you. You know, like late, okay, guys, post, post season, we're going to have many episodes um, where we kind of recap the season and go into it. But like w- one of them has to be dedicated to lessons learned from this season and, and universal lessons <laughs> learned. And I think one of mine is, you know, if you're drafting players on bad teams, it's risky. Like, don't expect to hit if you draft a bunch of players on bad teams. So Jacksonville is the perfect example. So DJ Chark was great last year. We kind of knew going into the season that the Jags would be bad with Gardner Minshew or without. And this is what you get. Like, you know, they traded away all their defensive players. That do they have no O line? Well, hold, well, hold on, pump the brakes here because yeah. Keelan Cole did get 16 points. Right. Yeah, Cole, I, I, I think there's an good. exception here. Like Washington is not supposed to be a good team. Like they're, well, they're not a good team, but they're in a playoff position. Mm-hmm. But like Terry McLaurin, I think you got to look at situations on teams. Like there's Terry McLaurin, and then nobody else. Like no names. So Terry McLaurin has gotten the workload, and that was the decision but Terry that McLaurin's I had. Not a bad. He's not on a bad team, and he Washington's deserves a good team. the workload. Well, dude, Alex they're Smith not is a bad team. They're they're they're, they're not leading their even division fit- now. I know, but that's what I said. That's the exception. They're w- leading their division. They're yeah. a team that is not even five hundred yet, and they're not a good passing team. It's only McLaurin because he's so good, and there's nobody else that he gets all the work. Okay, if Terry McLaurin was on the Jags, would he be as good? No. Because exactly. you wouldn't know week to week who's going to get the ball. I think the problem we had, I think the problem with the Jags is last year, DJ Chark was the surprise. And then everybody's like, oh, Minshew and DJ Chark, that is... I would I would disagree with that because Terry McLaurin is definitely better than Keelan Cole or DJ Chark. And, uh, you know, I, I think he would be doing a lot better in Jacksonville. Than he is uh, on Washington? Well, Without no, Smith I don't think so. I think there's too many players no. to throw the no, ball around. No, 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 no. Like you saw this year, like Minshew favored DJ Chark last year, but this year he favored Keelan Cole. So it's like, what well, that happened with DJ Chark has been injured quite a bit. Right, but, but at the yeah, start of the season. You have to also factor in the team's defense. Like if your defense is horrible and the other team is holding possession for most of the game and driving down the field, and it doesn't leave you much for, on offense. And, and it's easier to defend if you're behind you can just play. You can just rush the passer nonstop and just and and defend in the secondary, which is what they do against the Jags. So, yeah, I don't know about that. Anyway, so the lesson for me is like teams that you know are going to be absolute garbage. Maybe don't maybe don't go for those teams. You know, Jets, Jaguars. But like basically, you know? the point I was getting to, like Detroit's a bad team too. But I, I know you got burned this year with Galladay, but Galladay is always good on a bad team, like Megatron, too. So I think there are player exceptions. McCorn, it's only it was his second year, right? Second-year player. Yeah. yeah, so I guess now we know that he's the real deal, and now we know that DJ Chark's not the real deal. So you can go into your draft next year. Like like I said, my decision was either take McCorn or DJ Chark. I took Chark because I thought Minshew and him had a rapport. But now that I know that McCorn could play well with any terrible quarterback – Imagine if he, they get a decent one next year. It's like McCorn so, is the clear talent. That's it, but that's what I'm saying. It's 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 Alex Smith. So the first week Alex Smith came in, him and McLaurin had a had a great week. One touchdown, McLaurin, you know, he got twenty one points. And then every week since that, slowly decreasing. Because Alex He's only Smith, had two single digit weeks 
in the last like eight games. Well, today was pretty bad, three point four points. I, but I know, but I'm saying it's two yeah. weeks in a row. But before then, it was 16, 13, 16, 24. Uh, Alex Smith has been the quarterback you're not, you're for what, four at, weeks. You're not looking at half. I don't think you're looking at half. So oh, it went it went 12, 10, 12, 2, 3. Oof. So yeah, it's like as Alex it. Smith is getting more beat up and more tired, it's yeah. just check down after check also, down after check down. Against Steelers and San Francisco, two very good defenses, even with all the injuries. Um, but DJ Chark for next year, guys, like DJ Chark's gonna end up being a player you can grab very late in next year's draft. And I think he'll be a high value player because his talent didn't disappear. He's been battling injuries all year. He's still a very big and fast wide receiver and it'll depend on on jacksonville next year but i feel like this year it was a bad pick but next year in redraft i think he's gonna have tons of value but we'll get that we'll get there in postseason we'll get there this is debo yeah this is debo no, you were just DJ talking Chark. about what no, DJ oh, Chark. no we're talking about attention, DJ Chark. Anthony. well i didn't hear i didn't hear the name i heard okay. everything else we've been um, talking about it for like 10 minutes <laughs> I know, but I thought he got back to the game because we were talking about McLaurin, so I thought he was going on the other side of the ball. But anyways. No. Uh, real quick, guys, um, just update. A couple uh, start sits. We said to sit uh, Todd Gurley, which was a great call, 4.1 points. Um, that game was kind of a bust all around. Justin Herbert was one of our starts. Wasn't great, 16.7. Thought he'd be better. Eckler was awesome. Uh, Keenan Allen, awesome. Uh, Calvin Ridley was great. Um that's about it from Atlanta. And uh, well, the Chargers finally won a game on the last play. Yes. This this is rare. <laughs> this Very is rare. So they finally got it done. So maybe this is good for Herbert and the future of the team. Yeah. Um, I also Anthony, want... Packers talking, and Lions? Ooh, yeah, but right. I just... Because you were mentioning starts and sits. Sure. I, I want to apologize on both our behalfs to Kelsey mm. for us telling him to start Debo Samuel. Um, he got injured Instead on like, the Ayuk? first play... Uh, you, no, we can't instead, predict injuries. Of, instead of uh, Cole Beasley. But, uh, we can't predict injuries. Yeah, but I guess Moose can uh, say that he was right here unless Cole Beasley doesn't get more than a point. And <laughs> with, point. Debo, with Debo out, Brandon Ayuk ended up getting 14.5 right. because Debo was out. So No, he got, he got more than that in the end. Oh, he did get more than that? He's 16.9. 16.9. Thank you, Moose, for updating us. But yeah, um, we also have to apologize for saying to sit Miles Sanders because. Uh, but to be fair, we said sit him because we have no idea how the Jalen Hurts offense would would roll. It turns out they'll roll very good because they ended up beating the New Orleans Saints today, and uh, Miles Sanders had twenty seven points in half point PPR. Yikes, that's uh, pretty darn good. But yeah, mm. and I mean, you know, we we made a bad call, but to be fair, a lot of those points came off of one huge run, one eighty yard run or something like that. Yeah. Taysom Hill and Jalen Hurts, both 18 points. Kamara was good today, 18.9. Kamara owners will be happy about that. Michael Thomas and Sanders, decent. Jared Cook had a touchdown. That's about it from that game. Yeah. Look at us rolling through these games. Anything else you want to talk Packers-Lions, uh, Anthony? Yeah, just quickly, uh, Devontae Adams is a beast, as usual. Robert Tunyon is in the top five scoring tight ends. He might even be higher than that. So he should be a starter at tight end without hesitation. Um, and Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers. Aaron asleep. Jones, there's the RB1 that screwed you this week. Aaron Jones, yeah, 8.5 points. Not great. Is he is he not elite now since he screwed you in your playoffs? No, is that no. How it works? Are you kidding they me? Rest after, them. After they joke rest game, them. It's a joke. It's a joke. But is he like a Mike Evans, I guess? That's a joke, too. <laughs> well, he's got to do it. He's got he's to burn that you in like the playoffs joke. multiple years in a row. And guys, Aaron Rodgers, ever we we 
as a podcast, really slept on Aaron Rodgers um, preseason. So I'll tell you thought, this. I yeah. didn't. I don't. I know Aaron Aaron Rodgers' talent, but I'll tell you this. I I owned him twice. One year he broke his left collarbone. The second year he broke his right collarbone. That burns you. Well, he's broken zero collarbones. They're looking healthy, and he uh, used those collarbones to get thirty point nine points <laughs> today. So. The Aaron Rodgers owners laughing because they probably got him very late in the draft, and he's like a top QB this year. So, yeah. And we said to start Stafford. That was wrong. That was a bad call. Uh, that was and a bad call. we but did he's say a, he's battling an injury. He's also battling an injury, which came out later. Yes. Thumb. And we also it's said thumb. to earlier in the week. I think we said on the waiver wire episode to start Peterson if Swift was out. But Swift did play. He got thirteen points, so he was pretty mm-hmm. decent. Peterson mm-hmm. was. Not very good. He also got stuffed at the in the red zone when he usually, you know, okay, well, tabs you gotta, it. In. You got to say here, Swift was touchdown dependent. He only ran for twenty four yards. Right. I think the, got, the running backs on Detroit through the air. Yeah, the running backs on Detroit are very touchdown dependent running backs for a successful fantasy week. Yeah. And Something it, else yeah. happened in this game, Anthony. Oh, we already mentioned it, <laughs> Marvin Jones. That I lost the beer bet. Uh, by point one, Marvin Jones did not beat Kiki Kuti, but... Uh, thanks for bringing that up, but I was actually going to talk about uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, incredible touchdown. <laughs> oh, it sounded like you were being a smartass, so I didn't know... He was, if he you... was, he was being a smartass. Uh, okay. Dick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he did well, but he's a guy that you... He's like a gamble from week to week, so I don't think anybody started him. If you are hampered by injury and you manage to put him in, congrats. You probably, uh, I wouldn't say won your week, but it was a rough week. It was a rough week. Yeah. A lot of ups and downs. Hawkinson, 13 points, good tight end, start him every week. Oh, he's yeah. never started for sure. Um, all right, guys. Uh, I think that about does it for our, if, unless there's another game you want to wrap up. The other ones are pretty boring. Dallas, Cincinnati. Oh, God. Uh, we Just don't Philly play Williams. Ezekiel Elliott. That's the only takeaway. Oh, the Seahawks dismantled the Balsawood Jets. They they took apart the super glue and Dave, they removed I, it piece by piece. That's I like the analogy, but it's not very good because why? Well, I don't. You're you're sort of suggesting that the Jets were at one point put together. <laughs> well, the balls a Balsawood Jet was put together. They weren't dismantling well, not, a real jet. Someone's got to build the model. Someone's got to build the model jet. And I, I just, All right. Well, it's like uh, it's like a three-year-old built the, the, well, then, the model jet. The, then Russell Wilson and the Seahawks bought a balsa wood jet at the store, the toy store, and then they were like, "Eh, I don't really want to play this," and they threw it out, or they sold it in a garage sale, and that's what happened. Forty to three. It was so so good, in fact, that they sat all their star all their main starters in the fourth quarter. So if you were a Russell Wilson owner, a DK Metcalf owner, etc., you actually weren't too happy because they weren't playing in the fourth quarter. So. But you did have a good week from Russell Wilson. I know Moose was saying Russell that. Russell was good. Well, you two had something going on, like a disagreement with Russell Wilson for this week, I think. Well, I know. That I predicted exactly this. Is that Moose they were gonna predicted be so, this exact thing happening, yeah. They were going to be so far ahead that that's it. It's, they're just going to yeah. run, hide, and... and but I think Carson Dave was expecting a 23-point week or an over-20-point week from Russell Wilson. So he still got that. It could have been more. He got it in three quarters, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Carson Anyways. did well as well. Which uh, people are super happy that he's healthy again. And DK Metcalf, you know, you got to be happy with 15, but uh, Uh, definitely should have played another quarter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, he looked like he was injured, so you're lucky you got 15 points out of him. You're right, you're right, you're right. 
Um, okay, I think that about wraps up, but I do want to hear from you guys. Hey, listen, we said to sit Austin Hooper tomorrow. Looks like he's not even playing, so that's an easy sit. Um, what are your predictions for uh, Steelers Bills tonight and for Ravens Browns tomorrow? In terms of uh, wins? Yeah, in terms of uh, who's going to win the game. Okay, and I, who's going to be my the money's on the, My money's on the Steelers. Oh. And Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah, I like that division. Whoa. Baltimore's in the same division, but I, I got to go Cleveland. I, I'm worried about Buffalo, but I got to go with my Steelers tonight. I'm gonna go Buff. I'm gonna go the opposite of you two. I'm gonna go Buffalo. Uh, I think Pittsburgh is gonna have their second loss in a row, and then I'm gonna go Baltimore Ouch. because, like, do you, uh, I guess, do you want to do you want to lose some more beer bets? Not really. Okay. This, this is not a this is not a fantasy one. So I'm I got just you saying. Shook. I got you shook after this week. <laughs> <laughs> not sure yeah. uh, check, check out our instagram and, and like like cleveland <laughs> i was wrong with them uh because dave and i had a beer bet that uh cleveland i didn't think cleveland was going to make it into the or what was it versus cincinnati versus cincinnati who finishes higher right. and i said that they would be a playoff team so I yes was doubly right. and so which they are so i said until it happens i won't believe in them so obviously that's why i went against them now, they really struggle against Baltimore, even though Baltimore is struggling this season. So I will say, until Cleveland beats Baltimore, I will take Baltimore. So that's my reason behind it. Gotcha. And, I, and I'm not a Pittsburgh fan. I'm a Buffalo fan. So I'm going to go for Buffalo. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Looking forward to the games. Any words of wisdom, guys, here before we uh, wrap up our Sunday recap? Um, only that I would appreciate if Anthony... Uh, shotgunned his beers tonight instead of like two or three weeks. From <laughs> well, I'm gonna see how I feel once this allergy yeah, medication yeah, this, kicks yeah, in. This is the thing, Anthony, is that it's not like, oh, I lost the bet. I have to do it when I feel like it. But moose, the allergy, the allergy, the allergic reaction. Okay, you got lucky this week. But well, next time, like, the whole point—it's like a punishment. Like you lost the bet, you got to shotgun okay, the beers. So it's not, I'm pretty sure shotgun beers check, have been let me proven my, to uh, cure allergies. Let me check okay, my agenda so, for the next so three since, weeks to see so, uh, when so, I'm not doing my manicure so, and my pedicure, and I'm getting my hair gelled. Oh, okay, maybe I can shotgun a beer at two o'clock. Yeah. Okay. Know, uh, well, I'll shotgun my two beers tonight because I, I'm not going to be a, a complainer and. As all of you go to the Instagram and see how to really shotgun a beer compared to Moose, <gasps> oh. who did it behind the camera. So, yeah. But Moose, um, sorry, Anthony, to be fair, Moose did shotgun a beer. And I'm pretty sure when people see the Instagram, they'll realize that you didn't shotgun a beer. Yeah. You shotgun a beer. It wasn't a even Michelob like a full beer. It was like a little can. It was like a little skinny it was, can. It was a Michelob Ultra Light. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, I, had, I hate to easy. send you guys. I send you guys the instructions how to shotgun a beer. Moose did. Moose set the tone. Moose set the tone with the shotgun and the beers. So you I see, I think Moose Moose knows how to plan out like victories and conversations going in the future because he sends it to us. I think he looked it up for himself and then sent it to us. So any excuse that we make Definitely to better ourselves, yeah. then he's just going to use it. That oh, I sent it to you. That's Facts. why you know how to do it. Was that a compliment? Facts, as the kids Were say. Facts. That That's a hundred. Master strategist. Well. You're just a dick. <laughs> no, but uh, no, I'll, I'll try and take my beers tonight. I'm gonna have a little bit of supper and then There's I'll shotgun little, my little two beers. Word in there, the try. It's, I'm gonna have my beers tonight. I'm gonna have my beers tonight after <laughs> my dinner. Unless your allergies get crazy and then 
tomorrow. No, no, no. Let it go on record that if I die tonight, it's because I shotgun those two beers with an allergy. Oh, gosh. Don't say stuff like that. <laughs> so, Dave, that, is that beer bed still on then? <clears throat> Which one? Well, if he goes into anaphylactic shock. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. See, Anthony, I'm day. always two steps ahead of you. <laughs> Goodness gracious. All right. That's enough for uh, strategy and uh, master debaters. Let's, uh, let's call it quits, guys. It's been a very exciting day. Uh, first week of fantasy football playoff Sunday recap. We'll be back tomorrow to recap the Sunday night action and get you prepped for waiver wire if you're still alive. Hopefully you are. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Ciao.